0: Hello everyone, I'm Mickey Gibbs, Midland County Great Start Collaborative Director and Facilitator for Our Community Listens. Today we're going to look as parents at the difference between acceptance and agreement and why acceptance is so important with our child. We're going to share some parenting skills that may be new to some, or a refresher for others to help us now and in the future. As with everything we do as a parent, we are helping our child's brain develop. A child's brain is not fully developed until about age 22 to 24. As our child develops and grows, our primary goal is to strengthen connection with our child because strong connection helps in whatever situation we find ourselves. Today, let's take a few minutes and look at the difference between acceptance and agreement and how this can impact our relationship with our child. A child or teen's self-acceptance comes from others' acceptance of them. Take a minute and think about when, and maybe with who, you have felt accepted in the past. How did you feel around that person? For me, it was my grandmother who passed away this last year. She was the person in my life that made me feel accepted. She was empathetic with my feelings, she honored my choices and opinions, and she identified with the things I valued in my life. We were somewhat similar creatures, but her acceptance went well beyond the ways that we related to one another. The acceptance I felt from her was unspoken, but I could feel it in our interactions. So how did she do that? And how can we do that with our children? What is acceptance? Acceptance is not agreement. Acceptance is something we need to practice intentionally to really master. It is a mark of growth as a parent and can change as your child ages. Acceptance is really about the child. Agreement is about you as the parent. To be honest, I often have a need to be right or be correct. Agreement can surface for me and it is where my brain will naturally land. To be accepting means that I need to change the conversation in my brain and that takes practice. So what does this look like in everyday life with our child or teen? Let's look at some examples. One way to accept your child is to separate a behavior from the child and their feelings or needs. My children exhibited behaviors over the years that I did not want to accept and I didn't need to. For example, when my son Connor was very young, he used to he used to bang on my daughter Katie's door so that she would let him into play. Connor was a very social child and Katie really wanted to live on an island. She liked her alone time. I was not willing to accept that behavior from him. My husband and I would be in the kitchen and we would hear Connor banging on her door. That was not okay. However, it was important for our connection with Connor for me to understand the need and the feeling that was driving the behavior. When addressing the behavior with Connor, it was clear that he wanted time with his sister and he was frustrated. Over time, we were able to work out a plan so that his need for time with her was met while still allowing Katie to have that really important alone time. So although I did not accept the behavior that he was exhibiting, empathizing with his feelings of loneliness and frustration helped me connect with him. Accepting his feeling and helping him talk through those feelings helped Connor feel accepted. I could say things like, I can see you are frustrated. Can you tell me more about how you're feeling? It is important for a child to feel that their emotions are accepted so that they can learn to accept the very wide range of emotions that they're going to experience in their life. It is about the child, not the behavior. The behavior can be addressed, the emotions and needs can be accepted. Another way we can accept our child is to accept their ideas and solutions around a problem. When my children face a problem, it is very hard for me to stay out of superhero mom mode and jump in to fix it. Let's face it, we we don't want our children to have difficult times. We want to help them. But I could say, it sounds like you've been thinking a lot about this and have some ideas on what you want to do. This might engage your child to share more about why they want to try a particular solution or an idea. Even when we're relatively confident that our child's idea will not work, Accepting their creativity and idea teaches them to learn from their own trial and error, and it strengthens problem-solving skills in their brains. It's another form of acceptance of your child. And finally, we can practice acceptance with our child or teen's choices as they grow older. Recently, my husband and I have been discussing politics with our 19-year-old daughter. I don't know about you, but I always envisioned that my children would have the exact same political views that I have. That's not always the case. In those discussions, it is important for me to refrain from sharing my views right off the bat. I can listen to her ideas and views and appreciate her as she explores her options. I could say something like, wow, it seems as if you've been thinking about this a lot, tell me more. Believe me, if she wants my opinion, she will ask for it. When practicing acceptance, keep focus on your child's emotions and ideas. Try to stay away from whether you agree with how they feel or agree with their opinion. Stay clear of diverting them from difficult emotions. Allow your child to work through those emotions and solving problems. It encourages self-confidence and self-acceptance. Their emotions and ideas belong to them. When you acknowledge and accept, although it is unspoken, the gift of acceptance will be clear to your child and it will foster strong connection it is about the child. Deep ideas like acceptance and empathy are really the heart parts of communication. We don't get the heart parts in something like, I put your lunchbox by the door. But when we are engaged in important or emotional conversation, those heart parts send the message of caring and love. Those are the ways that we deepen connection with our child or our team. I have to tell you, my children are 17 and 19. And if I think back over the years to, the, to any sort of age stage that they were in, I'm pretty sure I can't remember more than one or two areas with which I st- strongly disagreed with my children. But I can always tell you how well we were connected or disconnected during those times. Some years were better than others. We all wanna look back over the years and think that we improved connection with our child or our teen. As you accept your child, they will learn to accept themselves and eventually others. Thank you for joining me today.